Robert Villa, and as always with me, my buddy, my co-host, David Rodriguez, and one of my best friends, Rudy Lara, producer of Five Book MMA, and producer of Sitting Ringside. How's it going, fellas? What's up? Chill. What's happening, Rob? Another day. Another da. <laughs> Another day of having a, a badass show on a Thursday night, hanging out with the oh. nice uh, peeps like y'all. <laughs> oh, wait, there is one guy that's uh, oh, missing. What's yeah. What is his name? Can't hmm. think of his name. He must already be in bed or something like that. I don't know. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think he gets put to bed early. Yeah. Yeah. It was an early night for Mr. Uh, Jarrett Callie. But if you're listening out there, Jarrett, where you at? 
<laughs> don't don't in the, in the words of the of the Diaz brother, don't yeah. be scared, homie. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, this is episode number one hundred seven, and before we get started, quick shout out to HKA USA. Uh, go to fightbookmma.com, hit the tab. Uh, like I always say, every freaking Thursday night, support them because they support fighters. Um, they are making fighters' dreams come true by get, by hooking them up with uh, a lot of awesome gear. Um, you can actually go and purchase some Fight Book MMA boxing gloves and some Fight Book MMA MMA gloves. So yep. go there and order it. And if you can't find it there, send me a, a message and I'll hook you up. Um, also to uh, Foxhound Fuel, uh, don't forget to hit them up as well. Use our discount code in all caps, F-B-M-M-A, and you'll get uh, between 15 to 20% off on all your purchases. And everybody that uh, partnered with us, uh, that we uh, work closely with all the promotions, also uh, you can check them out by clicking the tab as well at the website. And go to our merch store, please. Um, if you buy some stuff from there, you're also helping out a local store here because they are uh, hooking us up with um, some Fight Book MMA t-shirts. Um, they're like 12 bucks. So, and they're very good shirts. They're awesome shirts. So go and, buy it. And right, right now, if you can predict the outcome of the Diaz-Lawler fight, I will send you a fight book MMA shirt. How about that? Ooh, let's go. Let's so, go. But we do have a great show. There is a couple of events happening along with UFC 266, which the press conference did happen today. We'll get to that. We'll get to our picks and predictions. Uh, we do have a special guest, too. Uh, Randy McCarty will be joining us, uh, New Mexico guy out of Las Cruces. So looking forward to speaking with him. Uh, he'll actually be fighting um, in BC, right? Vancouver mm -hmm. for the heavyweight belt. So. Uh, we'll get with him here yeah, maybe at the 30 minute mark here we'll, we'll have him jump on so yes sir well um i know rudy missed out on the fights uh from uh, smith versus span um i didn't miss it uh i know david you watched uh, some of the fights um let's go ahead and uh, recap that real quick yep um let's start off with the prelims man what'd you think of uh, the fights there yeah, I mean, uh, we talked about, I mean, what was your pick for fight of the night again, Rudy, last week? Do you remember? Um, I don't think I picked anything. Oh, yeah, he did it. Wasn't it the Joaquin Buck? I thought it was the Joaquin. Okay, well, it was Jarrett. I think you were, you were Jarrett, Rob. Picked the Joaquin Buckley, Antonio Arroyo. I mean, that fight was, you know, pretty damn crazy. The outcome happened there, but. Early on, uh, Montel Jackson, J.P. Bays. I mean, that fight was – I mean, J.P. Bays went for Hail Mary submissions, kind of mm -hmm. got outclassed a little bit, but went in there against a tough Montel Jackson. Man, I really enjoyed that fight. Um, early in the night, um, Carlston Harris was super impressive, man. That guy's, like, low-key on, like, a seven-fight winning streak and made it look pretty easy against Impa Kasagane. So, yeah, I mean, early on – I mean, Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say the draw that happened – uh, I, don't, I don't know if you're listening <laughs> if you were to call that draw I mean yeah it, it did happen there was a draw but that's another thing if you're able to predict a draw and you listen to this show 
we'll send you a fight book MMA t-shirt too as well. So right. Well then that 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 means that Mark is gonna be picking all the fights as a draw. <laughs> it's gotta be one fight, Mark. It's right. not fair. One you know what I mean? Fight, so yes, yes one. but hey, I said there was going to be a draw at this card. I did say it that. I didn't, out good, though. I didn't I say mean, what fight, though. I just said there's probably going to be a draw. Yeah, because Hannah Goldie, I Damn, picked against I her, and I mean, wrong shoe fought. Mm-hmm. There was a bunch of guys with weird names, wrong shoe, and then Ala Tengeli. What? <laughs> yeah, Ala Chingada. Ala Chingada was fighting. Tafon and Chikui. Mm-hmm. I think uh, what's her name? Uh, Aaron uh, Blanchfield was super dominant too, and their uh, Alpar credit to her, she hung in there tough, but she was getting beat up pretty bad. Uh, the women's fights were great. I mean, it started out the night with uh, I picked Whitmore, she got starched. Uh, Hannah Goldie looks great. Uh, be interested to see who they match her up with. Followed by the draw, and like I said, Carlston Harris, that guy looked good, man. He's a tough bastard at 170 for sure. Looks like I missed out. It looked like a, a pretty good event, man. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. good, man. It's it, it overall the event was pretty good. I'd give it a seven um, just by looking at the at the results and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah it's solid seven, seven and a half for me, man. It was good. It was good, and I, I'm glad that Hannah won. I really am. I'm glad that she won because uh, she's she's gonna be one to to look out for, man. My favorite fight of the night, no doubt about it, was Nate Manis and uh, Tony Gravely. Just the way like that first <laughs> round went, unbelievable Dude. and. Yeah, as far as like a round of the year, like a, a fucking killer ma- a fight, like matchup wise, I could see why they kept these guys matched up. I think the fight got canceled previously, but uh, look what happened last uh, Saturday. It ended up being, I mean, fucking Manus was out, you know, at the end of the first round, comes back and knocks Gravely out. Uh, Dude. Up there too, man. Like at the last fucking second, yeah. uh, uh, Tony fucking just lands that punch and just drops him. Boom, the bell ring. And the ref walked away. He's like, I'm not helping you. You get yourself up. The, the, the bell ring. So, yeah, credit to uh, No Nonsense Keith Peterson because that guy stopped yeah. a little little too early, but he let them guys bang it. Uh, luckily, mm-hmm. he uh, had Manus, you know, you know, getting back to his stool. He looked okay and, uh, you know, definitely <laughs> shook off the cobwebs and went back to fucking funny, handle dude. business, man. You said Manus and stool. <laughs> his his anus on, anus on top of the stool. <laughs> he definitely was rock, but he did uh, gather himself pretty good. And shit, man, he's a he's a game guy, man. At one thirty five, so he's kind of a he's kind of a low key dark horse on the rise. So uh, another interesting uh, matchup to who they give him next because one thirty five is as stacked as they come. So yeah. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good, good card, man. What about the the main event, man, with Smith versus Span? Ooh, man, I picked uh, Brian Span. Uh, he did catch Smith with like a wild winging like right hook, or I forget which what strike it was. But after that, man, Anthony Smith just went full on fucking. I'm gonna get you out of here. Smith like beat the shit out of him. He did. Yeah, he looked impressive. He looked uh, just as good as he did uh, on his title run. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, he, he said in his post-fight conference a lot of uh, he felt disrespected and Brian Spann, credit to him, uh, he earned you know the main event slot. The guy's been on the rise for a while, but 
you got to go through Anthony Smith to get to the, the upper echelon of the light heavyweight division. And Smith just proved that he's still there and maybe a, a fight or two away from actually fighting for the belt again with the performances like that, for sure. What about that whole uh, heated exchange, bro, after the fight? I mean, they, the yeah. security had to get in there and separate them. And Span was like, just let go of me. I just want to congratulate him. And next, yeah. you know, they're hugging it out, talking Making and congratulating. <laughs> they're congratulating <laughs> each other. So it was good, man. And, and what about the, the bottom teeth coming out of the, getting knocked oh, out, of, out of his mouth? What? Yeah, speaking of tough, man, Devin Clark, tough bastard mm -hmm. dude to go through. After seeing what happened there, like the, mm -hmm. he, fought, he fought a round like that. And Ian Kudalaba was just too much that night. That guy was definitely the Hulk. Um, it was there was a lot of heat between both these guys, but from the the get, Ian Kudalaba, you just knew he had the fight. As tough as Devin mm -hmm. Clark is, he hung in there. But um, yeah, man, not many fights go to a decision uh, with Ian Kudalaba, and it happened to go to a decision, but very dominant on the side of uh, Kudalaba. Clark will be back, but he's probably maybe one loss away from getting cut. To be honest with you, I hate to say it. Yeah, find that picture, Rudy. There's a picture of him with his teeth pushed all the way back. And then he yeah, asks, he asks his dad, "You think I should continue fighting?" The dad pushes the teeth yeah. back into a place of his in his in his jaw and says, "Yes, put your mouthpiece back on." <laughs> yeah, man, crazy. Yeah, because I've we've seen some like it's crazy too. That's the Anthony Smith type of deal. Anytime he's on a card, somebody's teeth might get knocked out. Because we all remember when he fought Glover Teixeira. I think his oh, teeth yeah. were worse, but they didn't show it though. But as far as Clark's, that was pretty nasty man yeah <laughs> it, it, it was like a, like it looked like a like he was born with a fucking underbite yeah it was bad the whole bottom row <laughs> was, was just bad. pushed back it was it was horrible dude yeah you know you know he's getting that shit wired shut to let it heal yeah, that's going to cost 10 grand plus to probably fix all that. that dentist, dentist, dental work's not cheap, you know what I mean? Anything, mm -hmm. but that's a fucking serious job right there for whoever mm -hmm. is assigned to that, which is, he's probably already got something done about it by now. You know, he's he, he wasn't left with a single penny after his fight purse to get that fixed. Oh, that's true. His whole fight purse probably will go to that uh, dentist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as the far Dennis, as Anthony Smith made, made right man with that fight <laughs> but as far as Anthony Smith though he called for the Alexander Rockick rematch um, in December seems like that's a pretty good fight lined up and the winner maybe a number one contender yeah I like that fight it, that's going to be a very interesting fight yeah very very interesting man because we know Glover and uh and the champ, the Polish power, the Polish barbarian, that's coming up soon, too. So I, I can't wait to see what plays out there. Jan Blakowicz is on a on a tear, man. So maybe old man Glover can go in there and fucking do his thing. I mean, he's earned that title shot. So we're going to see him yeah. fight for the belt one more time, eight years later or whatever it is, 10 years later. So. <laughs> but a guy that's impressive, too. At 155, Armand Sarukian, I picked him last week. I said he's the biggest uh, favorite on the card, and for good reason. He totally wasted Christios Diagos and probably got him cut from the UFC with that performance because, yeah, man. I think, so. I think Armand deserves a quick turnaround, too. I don't know if he said that's what he wants, uh, but I would love to see him fight um, 
a ranked guy possibly or you know mm -hmm. whatever top 10 and he's one of my favorite guys low-key at 55 and he's like a He's one of them guys, Dagestani guys, Russian guys. They run the 55 divisions in Bellator and the UFC. So 17 and two, uh, his only loss was to, uh, what's his name, right? The uh, Khabib Jr., right? I think so. I don't have, the, I don't have his typology. I can't think of his, yeah, I can't think of his name offhand right now. But he did, that's his only loss. And um, other than that, I think he needs a good high-profile opponent next, and hopefully it's a quick turnaround. But his loss I'm referring to is Islam Makachev. So they're yeah. kind of the same fighter, you know what I mean? And, yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, but overall, I give the card shit, man. My picks were solid, solid going into the main event. I, don't, I picked Spahn just because, but <laughs> yeah, I think I got 11 of 14, right? And I still didn't win Tapology, so somebody's cheating out there, <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's how they win, dude. It's the way yeah. they win. That's why that's how gives them those points. And shout out to uh, Ariane Lipsky. Uh, I think she probably got a new contract extension. Uh, she yep. looked good. I mean, Mandy Bohm, tough as nails, too, because she was getting fucking beat up pretty bad. Mm -hmm. And Lipsky looks good, man. She keeps getting better every time. So yep. uh, she, at 125, yeah, she might fucking actually get a title shot and two more wins or so, I think. Yeah, and plus too, you know, she's she's got a huge following coming from the KSW uh, promotion and being yeah, the champ yeah. at KSW. So, you know, and she's also hot as shit too. <laughs> hey, that always helps, right? Oh yeah, for sure. But actually, but she can actually fight. She's not just she hot. Can't. She's fight. not like these other chicks. Yeah, that well. It doesn't matter. They're, yeah. Lipsky's on the rise. She's getting better and better every time. And uh, yeah, Mandy Bohm, that was her first professional loss. So mm -hmm. yeah, she'll be back. Yep. 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 Uh, let's see here. Um, our good friend of the show and a fight book MMA, Matt Bissett, he won uh, the title um, the Friday night before the, this UFC event. And he That's announced right. his retirement. Yep. He announced his retirement Man, right. from MMA. Um, when we did ask him what he what what's next for him, if he was going to be a bare knuckle or boxing, he wasn't too sure because he had to talk to the wife because the wife was like, "No, you're not doing any bare bare knuckle or anything like that." So who knows? We'll see what what Matt's going to do. Um, but you know, it, it is pretty pretty sad to see him go. Um, but he's fought everywhere. He's fought, you know, UFC, Bellator, CES. I mean, he's done it. He's been there, done that. He's a yep. double champ. Um, so uh, congrats to him and to, uh, you know, his, his, how do they say it? In your future endeavors. <laughs> yeah, to his next, the next phase. Yeah, the next right. chapter in life. Yes, sir. But our boy, Jared Kelly, was there, who's not here he tonight. Yep. So, yeah, he was he was covering the event. Um, so, yeah. And then. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll get to that later. Um, what else? Oh, what Bellator. Else? What else? Bellator. Yeah, Bellator. Bellator. Like, you know, what, man, I didn't yeah. even watch the event. I didn't watch it at all. I just I happened to be off and I was able to watch that card, the UFC card, which it wasn't the greatest card, but um I got to watch all those fights, and then right after the main card uh, for Bellator started, so uh, there was a full night of fights. I caught just about every last one of them. So, 
but uh, we've seen an old Yoel Romero and possibly that one Father. I did fight. I fight. I did watch. Fought Yoel Romero. <laughs> I fought. I fought Yoel Romero. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was the only fight that I did watch was uh, the Yoel Romero and dude Yoel looked he looked full like he just looked big yeah those judges got it completely wrong too because it was a split decision so I don't know what they were trying there to do there's no just... way there's no way I... yeah. whoever, they whoever... Finally, I mean it's it... It's Go good to see Phil Davis finally put it all together, though, man, because Phil Davis was known yes. as, you know, he's a high-credentialed wrestler. Uh, Yoel, the same thing. Mm -hmm. so kind of nullified the wrestling there, but Phil was able to control Yoel, look good on the feet. So, I mean, Phil Davis, champion of Bellator, man, and Yoel went in there, and that's a hell of a tough fight. Would have liked to see the uh, Anthony Johnson matchup, but maybe in the future, Yoel, he'll still get some pretty big bouts and uh, still be a star, a headliner over there, I guess you could say. But Phil Davis looked good, man, for sure. Mm -hmm. didn't uh um anthony he uh going through some health issues right uh yeah i think the he's out of the light heavyweight tournament yes he he's right out now. of the tournament mm -hmm. he's out of the yeah, tournament so he's out of everything um he's he wasn't really specific on what's going on with his health but you know it pretty much just uh he pretty much kind of said that it wasn't good like it was going downhill so i don't know man i hope i i just hope he comes out of, out of this and you know and we get to see him fight one more time yeah the bellator event was pretty cool because it was back in um san jose that's where they're they're huge following that's where a lot of their big time shows have happened in the past a lot of legendary fights have happened there so it's good to see a big uh live cool event crowd for bellator and uh, starting off the main card, I mean, shit, it was a banger. Like, the crowd was into it. That's what it is, man. A lot of these fighters, they haven't had fans, haven't had their family be able to go there. So it was fucking – it was nice to see that that environment. And Bellator, man, they, they do put on a good show, like them or hate them. Uh, they mm -hmm. do have some badass fights that happen all the time. And it just so happened Saturday was pretty damn good. I, I'd say the Bellator card is better than the UFC card. Huh. Yep. We got a little bit of time before our boy Randy. Okay, sweet. Well, everybody, we have our guest, Randy Wreckett McCarty, fighting out of Las Cruces, New Mexico, which is only about mm, two hours to. It's in all actually, it's like three hours away from Albuquerque, but. If you drive like me or everybody else here in New Mexico, you can make it in two hours. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Randy, welcome to the show, brother. It was nice, nice seeing you again, my friend. Um, yeah, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna be uh, fighting at Battlefield Fight League '69, October first. Yes. Um, it's gonna be in Vancouver, British Columbia, and you're fighting for the title, right? Yes, sir. Right on, man. Um, so, talk to us about that fight, man. How did it come uh, come through? Because I know the last the last fights that you've had were were uh, boxing. And, All boxing. Yeah. Yeah, you've been three and zero right now in your professional career as a boxer. So, hey. Hey, my last five fights, I've won four out of the five last five fights in okay. boxing. Okay. Um, okay. 
And for so, some reason, I didn't see those those uh, other two records on there on your uh, fire well, record. So it goes it goes crazy. It's weird how how the um, how the records actually show what they what what's accurate or not. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I've been fighting in Mexico because I didn't have any other options. You know, here mm-hmm. in the states, I'm not a big name or nothing like that. So. I was fighting and I've, I've been fighting around a lot of boxers, obviously, because doing boxing. And I ran into a lady that she she sponsors a lot of female boxers and, and MMA people. She's Her whole goal is to get more women into the sport of, of combat sports in general. And so I, I work around her whenever I'm, because I have a lot of female friends that, that fight as well. And so she's she was talking to me, but well, we have these fights here. Are you willing to, to travel? I was like, I'm always willing to travel. This is, are they going to give me a fight that's, you know, I, but I need somebody that's a fair fight for me. I don't want somebody that's going to kill me. I don't want somebody that's going to be a chump either. I want a solid, good fight. And she talked to the company in Vancouver and said, Hey, I got this guy. He's, he's normally a 205er, but he'll probably fight your guy. And their guys had seven fights. He's five, one and one. And he's a tough dude, you know, and a big, tall guy. His name's, Bigfoot is his nickname, and I guess he has mm-hmm. big feet. But um, <laughs> the, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun fight, you know. I, I get to go down close to elevation, uh, sea sea level, I should say. So that makes I'm always excited to be able to fight at sea level. It's easy, easier, <laughs> I should say, not never easy, but right. Easier. Yeah, man, it's it's it, it. That's the the beauty of us living here in New Mexico is the mm-hmm. elevation, you right. know. Um, and that's why a lot of people come out here to fight or to train. You know, they like to train out here or they'll go train at uh, in California. Uh, but most of the time, you know, they're either out here in, in Albuquerque or in Las Cruces training for their, you know, right. for their fights. And when they go to like Texas, Florida or whatever, it's like, this is cake work. <laughs> yeah, your, your cardio, it, it, it was amazing. I was, I fought in Niagara Falls, New York, and it was, elevation was 200. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, we'll fight that. And then I, I got done with the first round and I was like, oh, I'm not even close to tired. Like, this is less than a three minute fight, like, tired wise. I was so excited. After the second round, I was about as tired as I normally am after the first. I was like, man, this is awesome. I so want to fight at these levels all the time. Oh, man, that's awesome. So that's cool, man. That uh, When do you fly out to uh, Vancouver? The 30th. I fly out. The thirtieth, I weigh in, I fight the first, and then I come back the second. I would like, I'd like to be able to spend some time there and actually get to know Vancouver, but yeah. we'll see. I have a three-fight contract with him, so maybe on one of the other fights. All right, on man. So um, three-fight contract's pretty cool. I didn't yeah. know that. That's awesome, David. Yeah, no, I'll say, Randy, your opponent. Uh, so you're you're fighting at heavyweight, right? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah, are you uh, wake? I'm like, okay, I'm like yeah, that's 225. So you'll be around that weight, just make, you know, you'll be able to, weight will be good and travel. I mean, that's a little bit of long travel up there, but that's why I was wondering about COVID restrictions and stuff going on, you know, up in, how, how many events have they had in Canada so far? It, this would be the first one, right? No, I believe they've had two others during COVID time period, this this BFL has, because okay. um, they said that they're, they sent me the rules about how we're going to fight and stuff and said, 
the same as the last two. And I was like, I don't know what the last two were. And so basically yeah. what happened is, is they're going to give me a time to show up. Right. And so we show up, me and my coach shows up at that time. We do our warm up. We go fight and we leave. And we, when we leave, they go to, we go to a post fight, a physical, they check us all out, do everything that you get out of the building. So you don't, you don't get to sit back and watch the other fights or anything like that. You fight and go away. <laughs> I guess they have like um, I think it's like 300 or 400 seats that they have reserved that if you wanted to buy a ticket you had to have certain restrictions passed and then you can go watch it live but it's not very many the oh, rest wow. of the all be on UFC Fight Pass type viewing right on that's awesome man so Wait, man, you... the... oh go I'll ahead is that the furthest you're going to have to travel? Is it Vancouver or where else have you fought that's further out than uh, this distance of getting up there to compete on the first? I haven't really checked. I've, I mean, I've gone to New York and I've gone to um, Harlington, Texas, which I know that's only one state away, but that's also a 12-hour drive. So, yeah, so it's Texas. It's far. Going. Anything yeah. there is far. Yeah. Right. So, and it was at the bottom tip of, of Texas. is very, very bottom of it. So it, it was a long, long trip. Um, New York, I would say, would be the closest thing to the Vancouver side. But really, I mean, I just get on a plane, go to L.A., and from L.A., I go to Vancouver. I mean, it's two, two hops. But yep. so I don't know how to, where else I would say it was farther than that. Mm. That's, that's, uh, that's crazy, man, that, uh, you know, you've been fighting for so long, and, and now you're finally, you're, you know, you're getting this opportunity to uh, – fight overseas i mean that's that to yeah. me is pretty exciting i mean i'd be fucking dope you know and, and and happy as hell to be like hell yeah i get to fight overseas you know first time and and mm -hmm. uh you know being that it's your first time flying out so far away from home um do you think that it's going to be like like weird not having that uh, family support or do you think or or do you know that in the back of your mind they're going to be watching me on Fight Pass? So it's yeah, like a third. but me me getting watched by my family and friends and fans, all that type of stuff, is really important to me. But what's what I like doing is I like stealing the crowd. Um, I know you I do. <laughs> when I went up to New York, I was um, I was booed. The guy that I fought, Eric, was was hometown dude, man. Everybody was there to watch him, and there was like five thousand people in the in the casino just booing me there was not one cheer it was pure booze and him all cheers at the beginning whenever they announced our names and at the end when they announced the fight they were calling out where i won and they just you know, i fought same thing in mexico I don't a gringo you know and senor senor un foto, un foto. they want pictures with me they love that I go out there I throw good throw a good fight you know I, I'm out there and exciting I'm not where I'm trying to put guy down I'm not yeah. looking to to just make it a boring fight right well I've seen you fight live here in Albuquerque with King of the Cage yeah and, and, and well I, I mean the outcome it is, it is what it is. It's MMA, you know, and, and yeah. it was awesome to be able to sponsor you for that fight. And, you. and, uh, but what was my favorite part was you doing your worm. 
So King of the Cage won't allow you to to make your own music, do your own music. But right. I normally come, I normally come out to Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby, and that's what I'm coming out to on Fight Pass, which I'm super excited that they're going to let me have my music. And nice. um, then I do my dance beforehand, and that came back when I was an amateur. I had my coach told me, "Hey, I want you to go in there. We're in Phoenix, Arizona." He says, "I want you to go in there, and I want you to move." But I don't want you to show them that you're a southpaw. Nobody knows where, how you, what you are here. This is your first time here. We need to surprise them. I was like, okay, so what do I do? But I don't know. Do whatever you want to do. I said, well, he'll come out to music. Can I, can I dance? He's like, yes, Randy, you can dance. <laughs> and and I, was in, I was in Phoenix fighting a guy from Phoenix, right? And when I walked in, the crowd, boo. And I walked in there, and he came out to an Eminem song. So I'm sitting there, and I start moving my feet. And the ref walks over to me. He's like, hey, what are you doing? I said, you need to move. I'm about to dance. He's like, you're about to dance. <laughs> and so while, while my, my um, opponent was getting his, his face all put on the Vaseline and everything, I'm dancing. And the crowd goes nuts. And I was watching the guy's face. And he's just getting more and more of a scowl. Just like, why are these guys screaming, you know? Because all he's watching is the guy doing this. And I dance, dance, dance. And I didn't do the worm then, but I did the whole dance. And then from that that thing, the whole crowd was for me at that point. They booed him. He, from Phoenix, Arizona, they're all booed. I'm so excited that I saw the crowd. So I've done it ever since. It helps me relax, but it's also a crowd pleaser, you know? Yeah, yeah, that that is awesome, and I, you know, and then when I was, I would watch you, you know, whenever they would air your your fights, and I was like, all right, is he gonna do it? Yep, he sure did. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, too much fun not to. what's that? It's too much fun not to. I, oh, I enjoy right? it. Yeah, man. Yeah, that the first time I saw you fight, I was like, okay, I need to get in touch with this dude because this guy is badass. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. If I'm able to go up to Canada and steal the the belt from a Canadian, that's that's a pretty good deal, man. I I feel that I'm gonna need to stop stopping though. Like I I never go into another town expecting the the refs to go my side. I've been shocked, and yeah. they've actually I've went to the end and they've given given me the win. But I normally think that if I if it goes to the to the decision, I lose. That's how I look at it. So I, I have to stop the fight in my head. Right, right. So, okay. L well, let's talk a little bit about uh, age difference. Because okay. you're, you're, you're 47. You're coming right. into this fight. You're fighting a younger guy. Now, most of your opponents have been, you know, uh, a lot younger than you. And when you hit, you hit fucking hard. Cause I've I've been cage side and dude, power. You have some power. Do those guys ever come? To do that. that what? It took me a long time to believe that. I didn't know that I had heavy oh, hands. Oh, dude, you you got some heavy, heavy hands. I was like, dude, yes, you do. No, 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 no. When I heard those punches, bro, I was like, wow, this guy, he's he, this guy can hit. Do do any of those opponents ever come to you at the you know at the end of the fight um, you know after you know everything ever ask like how do you why how where's that power coming from? Nobody's ever asked me that. They I've had one guy tell me that he would fight me again if they paid him good money. He says you hit really? way too hard. Yeah, he says if you if you you hit way too hard for me to take chump change because I'm gonna have to get five or six thousand dollars just to fight you. 
but I will wow. fight champions. He's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take no chump chains. I'm like, all right, that's, I'll take that as a compliment, you know? Hey, and, there you go. <laughs> and the guy up in New York, Eric, he was very candid with me. And he told me a few things that, I mean, he had a great poker face during the fight, but um, in the second round, he threw a kick. I checked it and I didn't know I broke his foot, but I broke his foot and then I punched him in the chest. And then I punched him in the chest again, like three times. And I was like, man, that's not working. So I punched him in the head, started doing stuff. And he told me afterwards, he goes, if you had hit me one more time into the chest, I would have just went down. I was like, I can't take this anymore. I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't tell that at all. So from that, I think that if something's landing, you just keep throwing it until, until they either stop block or they block it or they go down one or the other, you know, it just because it doesn't look like they're getting hurt doesn't mean they're not getting hurt. That's true, man. I mean, we see it all the time in the UFC and in these other yeah. promotions. You know, they, they always do the no, 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 or they shake their head. You know they're hurting. You know yeah. when they do that, it, it hurts. That's a great encouragement when somebody says no. I'm like, oh, yeah, you think so? <laughs> I think you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> and, and me, you know, I, I talk a lot while I'm fighting normally. My normal thing is, is if I'm not getting punched, I'm talking to somebody. I was in I was down here and this guy kicked me in the head. My knees kind of got wobbly. And he goes, are you okay? I was like, yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good. Let's go. And you can see the ref laughing. And then later on, he threw an uppercut and I blocked it. And I guess I caught his thumb, just his thumb. So he shook his hand. I said, your thumb all right, man? He's like, yeah, I twisted. And while he said he's, that he twisted it, I punched him right in the mouth. Boom, boom, boom. And he's just like, all right, I'll shut up. <laughs> I, I get you talking and then I can punch you. And you're talking about your thumb. You forgot that I'm going to still get to hit you. <laughs> uh, you're like, we're not sparring here, guy. We're, we're no. actually fighting. <laughs> gonna put it, put it away. <laughs> and also too randy i want to ask you uh your last bout was what three months ago three four months ago so have you been actively just uh training for boxing ready for a, a boxing match or do you actively just all around working jujitsu uh mixing things up uh you know this opportunity came about so which is a good thing but what has your training been like last couple months i i never stopped training unless i'm injured right so i i yeah. Three days a week of jujitsu, um, two hours a day worth of that each time. So six hours a week of jujitsu. I'm a black belt there. I teach some of the kids sometimes. I teach some of the newer classes. And then I'm, um, I always do kickboxing and boxing. We have a Sunday fun day here that I invite anybody from any school to come to um, open mat, basically. And if you want to kickbox, we'll kickbox. If you want to box, we'll box. If you want to um, do MMA, we do MMA. I, I, I open it for everything. And we have a lot of boxers that show up there, but we've actually had some boxers say, I want to know, I want to kick box. And then after we do it once, they're like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but, but that's our, that's our biggest thing is, is I want to keep steady with that. And then I've, I've been able to go up to Albuquerque and train at Latrell Yee's and fit and work with some higher level guys and be able to get myself the skill sets. Like Ray Yee was giving me this, the advice that I need to, not fight as much like spar as much but spar higher quality people and not to say that these people aren't high quality but to say that they don't have the experience yet and and so i've been doing that so on sunday monday i've been coaching a lot lately and then doing my my own drills that are separate from actually sparring them because i found that whenever i spar people that have less experience i start goofing off and doing things because i can't hit them hard you know i shouldn't hit them hard and um then 
I start doing stuff where I can let them hit me so that they can relax. But if I'm letting them hit me, I'm also getting bad habits of letting somebody hit me. Then I can go to sleep yeah. pretty easy. <laughs> yep, yeah, you shouldn't be doing that, Randy. <laughs> right. So I'm not, I've been working hard at keeping my hands where they're supposed to be, training good drills, um, and just repetitive stuff. I mean, there's nothing new. I mean, after you fought for a while, and I mean, I fought since I was a little kid. I was in karate. I was uh, as as you fight, you you start learning that everything's pretty much the same. You just gotta see what what drills you can use towards that person you're about to fight, and and then um, try and execute that and, and adapt as we go through it. That's awesome. I love that, man. And and then for you to say that, uh, you know, you come out here to to train at Fit, dude. I love Fit. JJ and them, bro. They're 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 awesome peeps, man. Yep. They're just like the coolest people in the world. Um, yeah. Crazy, but cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess that's what fits for fighters, though. Like you, you don't find find too many sophisticated fighters. There's not too many people like that. They're normally pretty crazy one way or the other. Yes, I mean, I'm 47 sure. years old and I'm still fighting. What What does that say about me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what, man? Age is just a number. It's how you yeah. feel physically, and if you can keep doing it, hey, why not? Yeah, I've had I've had a few people that actually come up to me and told me that. Hey man, I I'm just turning 45 and, and you're a big inspiration. I'm gonna mm -hmm. try and go, I'm gonna go to the world next year because because if you can do what you're doing, I should I should do what I want to do. I agree. If you want to do this, do it. It's not for everybody, you know, but for me, it's it's for me, that's for sure. I didn't know yeah. it was gonna be for me. And then my first amateur fight, it was only three-minute rounds, and it was this tiny little cage, it was like a nine and a half or ten foot cage, a tiny thing. And um I fought for a round and a half. I submitted the guy in the second round and I was sitting there and they threw my shirt over the, to, for me to put it on. I just watched it hit the ground and I kicked it out. I was like, I can't lift my arms up. I was so exhausted. And everybody said, hey, so what do you think? Are you going to keep doing this? Oh, I think I need better cardio. You know, <laughs> 25 minute rounds. I was dead for in less than five minutes. I was, <gasps> could hardly even breathe, man. And, and like the ref was lifting my arm up and I'm just letting him hang. It's hanging on his strength. It wasn't mine. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, now I can do um, eight to ten rounds of five minutes, and that and like sparring wise, you know, it's a it's a different mm -hmm. feeling in sparring than it is in. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Fights, yep, yeah. So, I, I I I know that feeling, man, because of my last fight, which was many moons ago. Um, I took this fight uh, two weeks in advance, mm. and yeah, it was doing it for a favor for. Uh, for you know for the promotion and because they called oh, me okay. up there like hey can you come and fight because our guy dropped down i was like sure what you know what's the weight <laughs> well <laughs> so at that time i i um was training for a uh, full-on marathon mm. so i was eating as a mar like a marathon like yep. you know a runner um training as like a runner i was doing everything by the book, oh, book. yeah and I, and I dropped down all the way to 166 oh wow and yeah i was maybe like five percent body fat yeah um so you know lean but i wanted to be that way because i wanted to be light up on my feet i wanted to be able to run that long distance yep. <laughs> and he's all 
So uh, the guy's about 185. <laughs> I was like, <clears throat> you want me to fight a 185-pounder? I was like, I'm at 166 right now. I go, hold on, let me go weigh myself. Yep, I'm at 166. He's like, wait, but with the last time we talked, you were at a 180. I was like, yeah, but I've been training for a marathon. Yeah. You know? And yeah, and 185ers, when I fought 185, I walked around at 205. Dude, exactly. <laughs> so you're fighting a guy that's 45 pounds heavier than you, bro. And <laughs> I, I, I get into the to the weigh-ins. I was 167 and a half, I believe. Oh he comes in at 175, hmm. and me and him looked at each other and we're like, and we looked at the commission. And the guy's like, "Well, do you guys agree?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fight him." And the guy's like, "Wait, if he agrees, then I'm gonna agree." Dude, <laughs> the next day. Bro, he came in full. Like, yep. it, it, it looked like the big brother was fighting the little brother. <laughs> I had a guy in, um, in, what is it called? The Lorraine in at 186. And then the day of the fight, I was 220. And, and he come, when we walked up to the middle, I always smile and reach out my hand to shake hands, right? So I'm smiling at him. He, he looks he's like, bro. You have like a twin brother or something that waited for you? And I'm like, no, I just gained a lot back. Yeah, man. That that uh when 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 uh they announced me, I, I you know ran to the cage, got did my thing, and then when he came in, I was like, and I looked at my corner, and he's like, is that the same dude? <laughs> like, and sure enough, it was the same guy, but he he knew how to cut weight because he's a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, man. I know this guy was about 185, close to 190. And yeah. here I am, this little skinny dude. <laughs> but hey, he's, he, I got a good compliment with him because, uh, you know, he asked me, how is it that I, I'm able to generate so much power off my back laying mm. on, the, on the mat? Because yeah. I was hurting him. Mm. And I was like, dude, I trained with monsters. I go, yeah. I'm the littlest one in the gym, and I train with guys that are like 280, 290, six wow. foot and on, you know? So it's like, I'm just the smallest one in there. So it's just the strength, I guess, that I developed. <laughs> right. So, but yeah, man, cutting weight, it, it's, it sucks. Yeah. I, it I'm, sucks. That's why I don't go at 85 anymore. Like, I, my body stops twice at night. And I, I weighed in the day of the weigh-in. I woke up at one night. And I was like, okay, I got six pounds. No big deal. My body cut one pound. And I was in the sauna for an hour and a half. I did salt baths for a half an hour. And I ran in the sauna suit for, for about three miles. And I lost one pound. And my body's like, we're done. And so after, after that one, I told my, the, my opponent, I said, I apologize. I, I was 191 this morning. I'm now 190. I'm not making it. I'll pay you the amount if you'll be willing to um, to still fight me. I'll, I'll pay my 10%. This is how much I'm getting paid. They accepted it. Then after that fight, I told the the promotion, I said, I'm going to fight at 205 from now on. And I've fought wow. at 195 since then. And I fought at one at, um, 200 and 205 a couple times. This is my first time ever fighting at heavyweight for MMA. Boxing, I fight at heavyweight all the time, but that's two or one or up. Yeah. And most of those guys are fat and lazy. <laughs> Very rarely do you find somebody that's in good heavyweight that's in the no-name fight. You know? mm -hmm. 
Yeah. But well, does, your, uh, does your opponent, Machado, do you know if he comes in really heavy for bouts or does he cut a whole lot of weight or what's your uh, – have you been checking in on that or that doesn't matter. You're going in there to throw down anyway at heavyweight, right? Unfortunately, yeah, that's true. But the what I've seen is his last three fights, he's dropped weight each time, right? So his last fight, he was at one – or sorry, two. And so I'm going he'll be around – his is right at 265 so i think he's working his way back down to 205 and he's not a big heavyweight even even with like he's tall don't get me wrong but he's he's not a wide like thick brock lesnar looking dude he's he's a um lean guy he's you know and so he has a few pounds to lose and he could go to 205 if he wanted to but he's riding this um belt and hope he's his hope is to get to the UFC through the fourth fight against me. That's what he's talked about on some of his interviews is that he's ready for the big show and that he's on another level. And we'll go find out if he's on another level. I mean, I get, to, I get the blessing of sparring against guys from the UFC and Bellator and working with coaches that, that work around those guys. And they're like, they tell me, Randy, you're talented. You're, you're able to do this. You just got to get it in your head that you can. And, and I believe I have, like, I, I don't, I'm not super cocky, I don't think, but um, <laughs> but I at the same time I still feel that I can I can I've been with every person I've been in there with. Like there hasn't been anybody that's just absolutely smoked me, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you coming into the fight at, at the weight that you're coming in, um, you know, that's gonna be a huge help. Plus, you're training out here in New Mexico, high elevation, you're going, you know, way over there, and, and, and it's, everything right now is stacked to your benefit. Um, so, you know, well, and then, no, like you said, no... you got you got to believe in yourself, too, man. You got power, bro. Yeah. You, you got well, those, those hands. <laughs> and there's no, there's, there's no real pressure for me other than, I don't want to look stupid on TV, you know. But other than that, I mean, nobody ever, but nobody wants that, you know, but I, there's no real pressure. I don't have the belt. I got to take the belt. I get to go steal this from him, you know, in his hometown. Mm, give that to me. You know, I, it's going to be fun. And then I'm going to run out of that building with the belt. You got to, you got to worm your way out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. After the first round, the guy put me down the first round twice. And then in between the rounds, he goes, come on, Ricky. This guy in the crowd goes, come on, Ricky, make him do the worm again. And I got there and I go, right. And they all started laughing. And in the second round, I put him down. <laughs> but, um, he was it was it's good to have the crowd get involved with it like that i i like i like hostile crowds because if you if they're fans of, of mr machado's great he is fan boomy you know cheer him on because that's what we need i i feed off of that just as much when i fight here in town and i sell out the place man it is so fun when you just hear me come on ready get it ready and you're on the bottom <laughs> get up ready i'm getting up i'm trying i'm trying to get up. <laughs> Chill, guys. <laughs> and, and they shouldn't give up on him. Uh oh. You, you, you froze on us, Randy. Oh, no. Oh, David. He, 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 yeah, there he is. 
You, hey, you froze oh. on you froze on us there. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I'm sorry. That's okay. But yeah, I just want I just want people the fans to support the fighters and whether you're for me or against me, cheer that way hard. You know, mm -hmm. it's exciting that way. I think that makes it a lot more fun for the fighters and for the like. Did you watch the first UFC after they came back from COVID where it was a full crowd? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. there so Houston many card. amazing fights that that oh my gosh it was like and you why because the people fueled that oh yep. man it's so much fun it's exciting yeah. to have that well and, and you know what though when uh, the first fights that they put on with the uh, with no crowds it was pretty cool actually to be able to hear the, the coaches, coaches and the punches the yeah. Kicks, yeah and the punches i mean because mm -hmm. you you don't hear that you you've been so immune to hear the crowd Mm -hmm. while they're fighting and and uh, uh and the, uh, the the announcers and the commentators but then when you put all that away and you can hear the actual punches and kicks that was awesome and the to learn how to be quiet <laughs> yeah i just could hear them. The heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it it's pretty cool it's awesome yeah um, well, do you got anything else, David? Yeah, no, just pleasure to have you on, Randy. Uh, you're a New Mexico guy, Rob and I, New Mexico status. So we'll be rooting for you. Everybody that's listening to the show, follow Spybook MMA. Looking forward to October 1st. You know what I mean? I hope everything, training goes well, travel goes well. You go in there, ice, ice, baby hits the speakers and... Machado knows he got his hands full. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you go out there and perform on UFC Fight Pass, man. That's a great opportunity for you. Yes, it is. Thank you very much. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Randy, before before we let you go, man, any shout-outs you want to give to sponsors or to anybody, man? We always love to have our fighters do that. And, uh, yeah, man, go for it. Well, I'd like to – I've been trying to make sure that you can see this, but my, <laughs> my Jim Briggs in the mail, I've been trying to make sure that that was in the, the thing. I really want to thank – Jesse for for taking me in and working with allow with there's a lot of times with gyms there's a little bit of animosity if somebody goes outside their gym for teaching you will you stay with it? like man I'm their only pro you know so am I gonna amateurs no go places so I go to Phoenix I go to Albuquerque and he supports that completely the gyms and out in Phoenix that have helped me out I appreciate that like fight ready and legion and then in Albuquerque fit and Latrell Yee. I, I really appreciate all those guys that help. Um, my sponsors are always amazing. I have some local sponsors that are like local businesses. You know, they, they're small businesses. They don't have to sponsor me or anything, but, or anybody for that matter, but supporting me in my dreams because I trained with them seven years ago or something like that. And I really appreciate how they work on that. Um, when this gets posted out, I'll, I'll tag all their, their um their names of their businesses and all that type of stuff but i really do want to let them know that i appreciate them and appreciate you letting me come on and it's it, it gets challenging whenever you're 47 years old and most people are going why aren't you why aren't you quitting fighting and i'm wanting to fight more you know i still have at least 15 fights that i want to do so i want to get 50 fights and i'm at 35 right now so total between boxing and mma mm. and so i want to I want to hit that, but it's, it's a challenge. You know, I had a, I fought in Colorado and a guy was, um, was the only guy that I fought that was older than me. He was like five years older than me. And, um, at the end of the fight, he's like, that was a fun fight. 
his mom came over and thanked me for fighting him because he has only like three fights, four fights. Why? Because nobody will fight him because he's old. And that bothers me a lot. Like they said, will you fight him? I'm like, why would I not fight him? He's, he's healthy, right? Like, yeah, let's fight. If the commission says yes, and he passes physicals, and he's ready to rock and roll, but why not? not every, most not everybody wants to do that. They want to find pick pick and choose so they can look amazing on their record. Mm. The record, there are only one person's winning in this fight. Only one person, and I don't care how messed up I am. I have eight months for the next two, three fights that I, with my contract. So I can go get beat up a lot, heal up, and come back and fight again. I'm gonna I'm gonna fight till till he either puts me to sleep or I put him to sleep, one way or the other. That's, That's my goal. Awesome. That is awesome. I love it, Randy. I love it. I've been a huge fan of yours for the longest time, man. Um, and, you. And, you, and you know that, man. You know, I, I text you here and there when I can. And, you know, if I, I sponsored you, you know, whenever I can. So, yeah. um, it's, uh, I just love it. I, I love watching your fights. I love talking to you. And, um, and I can't wait to see you on UFC Fight Pass, man. Thank you. Yeah. Go so, out there and knock them out. Hopefully. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bring that bell to New Mexico. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Right on, Randy. Well, thank you so much, brother. I do appreciate you coming on to the show. Um, when you bring that belt back to New Mexico, we need to get you back on so we can talk about that experience, bro. Let's do it. Let's right do it. on. Thank Hell you, sir. Hell yeah. All right, brother. Later, thank you, too. Later, yeah, man. Thank you, Randy. Later appreciate you, sir. Later. Now i got to hang up. Right on. That was Mr. Randy Reckett yeah. McCarty. That's and uh, that's a pretty cool, unique opportunity that came on for him too. So if he could bring that belt back, that's a unique, uh, rare belt too. So that'd be dope. He can. He has to go in there, yeah. kind of like a one night deal. Just go in there, scrap it, win the win the belt, and then immediately get up out of uh, BC. Is what the plan is. So that's pretty cool. Hopefully, it all works <laughs> out for him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's like, I'm going to fly in on the 30th, weigh in, fight, and then leave back home the next day. It's like, what the hell? That is yep. nuts. <laughs> hey, but that's Randy for you, man. I love the guy. I, I've been, like I said, I've been a fan of his for the longest time. So um, I'm yep. glad that we, uh, we were able to get him on the show. Another guy that we're going to have next week um, that we do have scheduled is another local guy. Um, his, uh, he's got an awesome story, man. Um, he, uh, it's, it's just, his name is Adam Oki. Uh, he, uh, is a lawyer, um, but he was a uh, MMA fighter and a champ and, uh, he was also, uh, incarcerated. And he was, and he was also featured on Vice. Not long yep. ago, they did a special on him. So, yeah, definitely. If you don't not familiar, tune in next week. And uh, yeah, definitely an interesting guy and uh, important yes. guy in Albuquerque. Yes. Area. So, yeah, very <laughs> important guy. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. He's a yeah. very important guy. Um, they're actually working on a, a, a series or a documentary um, on him. Um, uh, it looks like everything is going forward and, uh, you know, he'll be able to talk to us about that. So don't miss oh, yeah. that interview next week, guys. It's uh, Adam Oki. 
um, lawyer from uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, ex-champ as well. Um, so yeah, it's going to be pretty fun. It's going to be awesome to have yep. him on the show next week. So I can't wait. I can't wait to talk to him. Um, oh, yeah. LFA is tomorrow. LFA 115, one championship as well. Let me do a quick rundown before we start talking about UFC 266. Uh, we well, have LFA, LFA. Uh, our, our buddy Mondo uh, is fighting on that card too, right? Barbara. Yes, Mondo Gutierrez. So, yep. That's right. He, okay. he, and Edwin he, uh, Cooper Jr. Out, out of Jackson Wink. So definitely keep an eye out for those two. But um, it, got, yeah, it Mondo, got scrapped. Yeah. It, it got scrapped. Oh, Cooper's fight? Yep. Mondo Gutierrez's fight got uh, scrapped because uh, his opponent uh, backed out. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. Yeah, well, Mondo will be back it. on the scene soon enough. That, that must have happened yeah, today. I... Yeah, it happened today. Um, I saw it maybe like maybe three hours ago on his post. Um, that uh, yeah, he made he even made weight. He even posted made weight on point. Like not even a like a few minutes later. Sorry guys, the bout got scrapped. My opponent bowed. He said nope and left. Wow. Well. Hopefully he's uh, compensated from the people at LFA because, yeah, I think Brian Bautista was the uh, opponent for him, and that's the guy that that just backed out of the fight. So that's yeah. unfortunate news. Um, like I said, also uh, Jackson Wink guy, Edwin Cooper Jr., he's on the rise too. You might actually catch him in a Dana White Contender Series soon enough. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling him and Chris Brown, them guys, they've been doing their thing. So uh, looking forward to see uh, that matchup with Andrew Johnson. Uh, which is yeah. on the main card, I believe. I think it's the second fight of the main card. So Edwin's got a little bit of a stage there, and I'm sure our boy Chris Brown will be cheering him on, if not in his corner, possibly. Wait, this uh, event is in – oh, it's in it's Wisconsin. It's in, uh, in Wisconsin, okay. yep. Oshkosh, okay. Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, obviously it's going to be on UFC Fight Pass, so you can't miss it. Yep. Um and like we always say with this fight, man, it's uh, with LFA, these are like the up and comers, the guys that are making their pro debuts. Um, you know, the, the LFA is what, you know, you look for those fighters that are like up and comers and who you think, you know, they're, they're trying to make a statement. So that way they can get onto the contender series and, or even, you know, try to fight for the title for LFA and get that ticket to the UFC. Yeah, that's shitty for Mondo, too, because he was, like, third from the top of the card and uh, mm-hmm. a good, nice win, a good performance there. He could have possibly got that call to Bellator, to uh, PFL, to the UFC. But more than likely, LFA, they're basically the feeder league to the UFC. So yeah. uh, Dana White recognizes talent, Sean Shelby and them. So Mondo Gutierrez, yeah, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he's probably on their radar. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. um, as, as far as the card in itself uh, – yeah, minus Mondo Gutierrez, there is some pretty decent fights there. Um, you know, future superstars in LFA. Mm-hmm. As you know, we'll see what happens, see what plays out. But I'll, I'll be tuning in. Yep. I'm off till Sunday, baby. So yeah, buddy. I'm, I'm off weekend. tomorrow too. So <laughs> <laughs> yep. hell yeah, man. Yep. Um, also, the one championship is going to be on in like two hours. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. If you're all nighter or uh, yeah, Ross and our boy Scott and McKinnon them across the pond. Yeah, all they'll nighter, be able to watch maybe. this one. So, yep, yeah. yep. Um, all right, man. Let's talk about UFC 266, bro. Um, Oof, man. We made did, it. Yeah, bro. And 
We're, we haven't made it yet. We got to wait till tomorrow until they get into the weigh-ins. And yeah, there's been so much like, yeah, so much shit going on leading up to it. I mean, it's kind of proper for a Diaz brother. Let, let it be known. It is Nick Diaz. And uh, we haven't seen the guy in, in so many years, but it is Nick Diaz. So it's not a, a UFC car without the controversial uh, middleweight matchup, what it is now. It was, I guess, Nick Diaz forgot he was a middleweight. I don't know. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Probably. So. Well, speaking of the presser, yes, talk about the presser, man, because I didn't really watch all of it. I know you did. Yeah, well, it's just good to see that the, you know, all the media is back out there, the fans screaming and yelling, and they packed that place, you know, basically for for Nick Diaz, man. I mean, there was a lot of support for Shevchenko. Lauren Murphy had her support. Um, A lot of people are excited about Volkanovski and Ortega, and, like, that's a lot of the hardcores, man, because Brian Ortega, man, uh, he's only got one loss, man. He's kind of in that unique opportunity to come back and, um, you know, and take the belt from an undefeated fighter in Volkanovski who has pretty Mm -hmm. much beat the previous GOAT in Max Holloway. So Ortega's only fought once in, like, two years, too, or whatever. His last fight against the Korean Zombie, fuck, man, that seems like five years ago. You know what I mean? So here we are. We made it. This fight had the ultimate fighter lead up. There's been so much time in between. So it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I'm sure both guys are chomping at the bit to get at each other. And that showed at the press conference, man. Uh, Bokanowski was was talking shit and Ortega was game, man. Ortega, it's, it's, a really, uh, it's a really fantastic matchup at Featherweight at the highest level. Hell yeah, man. You know, like you said, Brian Ortega is coming in with that one loss. And then he gets the opportunity to fight for the belt. I mean, that's like... That's, that's a one in a million chances to get that call, especially in the UFC for losing your last fight and then coming in to fight for the belt. I mean, come on. I mean, it's a huge opportunity for Brian. Um, but you know what, man? You can't count off uh, Alexander, dude. Just like you said, he is a fucking beast. He's going to come in. He doesn't like Brian at all because he even said yep. that in the presser. He's like, you know... Uh, they asked him about how Brian said that if there was no type of animosity or anything in between them, that they would actually be be good good friends. And Alex is like, nope, nope. There's just too much crap going on, and I am not going to be his friend. Yeah, and then all <laughs> that that UFC propaganda stuff, like the beef, whatever it is, like the tough. And I don't really buy into a whole lot. Like I didn't really, really watch the Ultimate Fighter with these two just wasn't that interesting. I mean, the fight itself is interesting and Saturday night, this is a big stage for both guys, but mm-hmm. as far as all the other side stuff, like it doesn't matter. The Diaz situation is a little bit strange, but we got uh, two big time title fights, Stevchenko, one of the greatest, you know, women fighters of all time facing a uh, Lauren Murphy. That's definitely deserves a shot, man. So count Lauren oh, Murphy yeah. out all you want. She's got a five fight winning streak. He can go in there and shock the world. And that's what she said at the oppressor. Uh, which I thought was interesting because she said uh, if Valentina doesn't look superhuman at any point in the fight and Murphy's able to, you know, whatever, win some rounds, uh, people are going to talk and say, oh, Lauren Murphy, of all people, was the, the the lady to go in there and make you not look human. So that was really cool that she said that. But she looks game. Uh, mentally, She's she looks like she's ready to go, man. Shevchenko, she's confident and cocky, and she is who she is. She's a badass, but uh lauren murphy you're in the opportunity man so i'm happy to see her in the position um we will do our predictions here shortly but yeah i mean the press conference was short and sweet about 30 minutes long 
Diaz, you know, people went crazy when any question was asked towards him. But uh, I can't believe they – someone – I forgot what reporter was asking him if he was scared or so because of the whole uh, – what is it, therapy session interview with Brett Okamoto, I guess you could say, yeah. uh, yesterday. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I know you've seen it, Rob. So what do you think? Yeah. No, man. There's – the kid is not scared. For you to be asking that type of question to huh. Nick or Nate and you ask him, are you scared? Fuck no. He ain't scared. Well, that just goes to show that ESPN needs to do their homework because if they did know about the Diaz brothers, because (laughs) Nate and Nick, they don't ever like to fight. So if you're a real true Diaz fan from way back, they've always hated this shit. Like Nick Diaz hates that anybody exists in the fight world because, yeah, I mean, it's Nick Diaz, man. I mean, the guy's a, he's an OG and a lot of the Connor Rousey people of now don't even remember like the early days of, of Nick mm-hmm. being the strike force champion, uh, even the fight itself with Robbie Lawler, like none of these fucking casuals nowadays remember that fight and actually sitting down paying for the pay-per-view. Nah, but they're in they for don't. a treat though on Saturday. Cause this is kind of a, what do you call it? Legends fight. We always, it, uh, it what was it? over the years, there, there was always these fights like a uh, big nog fights or mm-hmm. wherever it came, there was legend fights, but this one is truly unique. Cause it was their first fight when they were 20 years old, 19 years old. Here they are. Dick Diaz is 38 years old. I think Robbie Lawler is 40, 39. So it's kind of crazy, but but I love the matchup. Um, we'll see what happens with the with the weight. I mean, it's a middleweight fight now, so that's uh, I don't think it changes yeah. anything though. No, no, and, and you know, and they asked him about that too. Uh, um, they asked Nick about the weight issue, and he's like, "It's, it's all good. We're good." You know, he just even forgot then, he was a middleweight. <laughs> he just forgot he was a middleweight. Um, they even asked Robbie that too on on uh, one the, what was it today's embedded that I got it released. Um, yeah. You know, they asked him. You know, does it change your thought process um, of fighting heavier now? He's like, that shit don't bother me. He's like, I'm ready. I came in ready to fight at a certain weight, and I'm coming in ready to fight at this weight now. He's all, now all I got to do yeah. is worry about is just maintaining. That's all. He just cuts to maintain. Yeah. So it's, yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm wondering how much he cuts, though, too. Because he if he does, in fact, come in under, then that must be he's, you know, near weight right now. Maybe give or take three or four pounds. But uh, they look about the same size. Diaz always looks like 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 a giant human. Like, what did Dana White say? Him and Nate are giant humans. But I guess I, I would assume Nick Diaz, seeing him at the presser today, i say he's about 200 pounds. So he's still mm-hmm. going to have to cut weight. Even if he's mm-hmm. 190, whatever, he's still got to cut weight. But then again, we're talking to Randy. You get older, your body just doesn't want to cut that weight. And uh, mm-hmm. I guess the bout agreement initially with the 170, maybe there's something to, going on in the camp of Diaz where maybe there's an injury or un, there's something unknown. There, I, I heard Josh Thompson talk about there was uh, footage he's seen of a private video about Nick Diaz where I don't know if he was knocked out or there was something like real controversial he was talking about as far as uh, Nick pulling from the fight. So I don't know if that has anything to do with the weight and the change of the fight, but Nick Diaz is showing up on Saturday and he's going to fight Robbie Lawler. And we've been calling for Nick and Nate. How long? I'm, I'm number one on the Nick and Nate Diaz Bro, train. And, since, and finally since we we're started here. the fucking show, since we started <laughs> sitting ringside, we've been calling it, but we've been yeah. wanting the Diaz to come out and, so, and fight. So here we are, brother. We finally get to mo- see the, 
the other yeah. half of the Diaz brothers. <laughs> yeah, Nick moves the needle, and uh, the UFC is going to milk him till the end. And I think a lot of the comments that he had and the answers to questions from reporters are just the shit that's happened to the guy, man. People forget he was suspended for five years for marijuana. Marijuana is not even a fucking problem anymore, and it ruined his mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. And uh, you look at Robbie Lawler on the other side, he became a champion, came out of nowhere, rose from the fucking ashes. And that possibly could have been Nick Diaz, too. You know, yeah. I mean, had the suspension not happened, Diaz could have had a run and been a champion and in the UFC. And shit, man, we can't knock the guy. His losses are to the greatest fighters that ever fought with Anderson Silva and GSP. You know what I mean? The Carlos Condit fight was controversial, but Nick's always fought the best. And um, I think after uh, Saturday, and if he looks good, uh, the UFC will get him in there somehow to fight for the belt. And uh, mm-hmm. or just another high-profile high fight. Then he goes on to fight for the title. But him and uh, Nate are in the same weight class, so that's why he said uh, 185 or 170. He doesn't want to get in Nate's way and, and vice versa. So there is that to look at. And maybe he just stays at 85. You never know. I'm sure he's. I think he's going to stay at 185, bro. Because it's yeah. his body. If you look at his body, it's meant and made for that type of weight to carry that much weight. Yeah. And 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 his brother, no, he's a tall, skinny guy. Yeah. You know, he didn't. So, I think that's why. That's why Nate. they're not. Good. Yeah, I like Nate at 55, though. But I think the days yeah. of 55 Nate are gone. And as far yeah. as Diaz at 70, those days are gone too. So he has to be yeah. 85 going forward. So yeah. Yeah. But. So it's a good, it's a good weight class where they're fighting at right now. And that's where they should yeah. stay. Yeah. Well, I guess starting from the top, I mean, uh, I don't know if our man Rudy Lara behind the curtain there is going to join us in uh, doing our picks and predictions, but shit, man. Start well, starting with the poster grade, real quick. Right? Yes. What? Um I like it. I mean, it's 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 okay. It's okay. It's yeah, an okay. I I... It's an okay fight poster. Um, I mean, you did our our uh, our poster for the show um, to mimic it, and it came out pretty dope. <laughs> um, it's near to the T, exactly. Yep. Yep. So, pretty close. Yeah. This is this is a type of fight poster that I'm I like because it's. Going back from like the from back in the day, how they used to do the fight posters. I think uh, Robbie Lawler is a little too close to Nick on the bottom, though. It's the nipples; they're a little too close to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rudy, where you at, man? Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> that yeah, it's but, a little bit too close there. But other than that, man, yeah. I'm gonna you know what? I'm gonna give this poster. I'm gonna give it a good solid eight. Yeah, I'm going to give it like a six and a half with the, the fight card itself being a potential of a 10. You know what I mean? So Bro. if it Hell plays yeah. out the way I think it, it might. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it, it was a short presser. It was 30 minutes. Uh, a lot of the hardcores are are tuning in for this one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it was Connor, it would have been a three-hour press conference, a whole bunch of drama and shenanigans, and then, you know, whatever. But, mm-hmm. um, there's... But there is some overlooked fights that are on this card that are super legit. And I guess we can get to it from the top down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or how do you want to do it, Rob? From the bottom. Yeah, down. let's 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 start off with the main event, uh, with the main card. Okay. And then uh, we'll do some pickums on uh, the prelims. Um okay. just because uh, you know, because of time wise. But yeah, let's 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 demolish the 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 pay-per-view card. 
Alexander Volkanovsky versus Brian Ortega. We did talk a lot about them. Um, yeah, my okay, pick is so Volkanovsky, and, man. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I, I like Brian Ortega. Um, you know, he's Mexican, and I like picking my Latinos. But so, if you notice on a lot of these guys and 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 the females that come and fight, most of them don't have their significant other with them. And I think yeah. Tracy is just being, is, is uh, distracting Ortega a little bit. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, because if you look at the embeddeds, I mean, it's like, she's just there <laughs> distracting yeah. him. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's something that Brian needs. I don't know, but he looks good though. He looks good um, with his training sessions. He looks really good. Um, I, I didn't see the Ultimate Fighter, so I can't base anything off of that either. Um, yeah, that but as far as ago. Yeah. yeah, so as far as what's happening now with uh, with Volkanovski and what he's bringing to the table, I'm going to pick Volkanovski winning. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, Brian Ortega, I've been following the guy since RFA days. The guy's mm-hmm. a stud. Um, he took a pretty bad loss to Max Holloway. Max Holloway just beat the brakes off of him. And that's never happened to him before. He's That's his, being that his, own, his only professional loss. But now him facing, you know, possibly the featherweight goat and him winning. I mean, Brian Ortega could be sitting real nice on Saturday night. And I think uh, there'll be early moments in the fight where he may, in fact, hurt Volkanovski. Maybe a possible crazy submission Ortega win. That's the way I see him winning the fight. Because uh, his fight, his like uh, his style is designed to beat guys like Volkanovski, little short, stocky dudes, just like yeah. what he did to Frankie Edgar with the uppercuts. And like Brian Ortega is not the fastest guy, but Volkanovski, man, he's just a wizard in there, man. The leg kicks may come into play. Uh, man, just what he did to Max Holloway, man. Max Holloway is one of the toughest guys ever in the history of the UFC, one of the best fighters of all time. And uh, mm-hmm. Volkanovski, there they were close fights, but uh, he holds the belt, man. And Ortega's got to take it from him. And if Ortega does win, like I said, it's got to be by a nasty finish. No way he wins a decision. But if Volkanovski, the decision machine, allows that to happen, going five rounds, he's going to give Brian Ortega 25 minutes of opportunities to be choked out. Or I don't think he's going to play around with the wrestling at all. Volkanovski's mm-hmm. going to keep it standing. And that's the way he wins the fight. Yeah, no, I don't see Volkanovski trying to to wrestle Ortega or even try to do any type of jits on the ground with him because Ortega is yeah. is a is a he's a badass in jujitsu, man. He's yep. like you said, he can one of the best. He can do it. One, yeah, yeah, he's one of the best. Of the best. Yep. yep. So Volkanovski is gonna have to keep this standing, and he's got to chop those legs. He's got to hurt them, <laughs> and he's got to do it in yep. the first two rounds. I mean, it, it just it just has to be done. It has to be done in the first two rounds to be even get any chance of having Brian not able to shoot and try to take Volkanovski down. Yeah, and if there's those moments where or, or Volkanovski pushes into the cage or so, you know, he can't put his head down. Man, Ortega will snatch oh, it up. No. If you can yeah. see the back of his head. It could be one of those nasty guillotines. Mm-hmm. Brian Ortega has so many wins that way and one of the best guillotines in the game. So, yeah. um, But like I said, my pick is Volkanovski. Uh, he's one of the best fighters of all time too, especially featherweight, one of the featherweight goats. But Ortega could 
could take that title, man. I'm not going to count him out, but yeah, it's a it's neither. a close fight, <laughs> and it's it's kind of hard to get a read on what these guys are both. But there's a lot of heat, man. Volkanovski don't is. like him. They yeah. haven't fought in a while. They haven't fought in a in front of a crowd in a while. It's going to be good, man. It's going to be a good main mm-hmm. event. So, mm-hmm. and Volkanovski, uh, oddly enough, he's starting to look like Joe Rogan. <laughs> well, he did so. shave his head, so <laughs> yeah. But Joe oh, Rogan's not awesome. going to be commenting, though, so that's he is uh, not, not going to do. Yeah, yeah, he is going well, to miss the opportunity to call a, a Nick Diaz fight. All right, well, it'd be nice to hear the O's and Oz, but he's out yeah. hunting. I heard he, I heard he went hunting, but oh gosh. <laughs> but on to, onto the co-main event, we talked about a little bit earlier. Laura yep. Murphy five fight winning streak earned her opportunity, which I do love because there's a lot of fighters that get snuffed. Uh, that will never ever fight for the belt and this is her time big big underdog i might drop a little a couple dollars on lauren murphy just for the sake of it being maybe the biggest upset in either way and ufc history you never know we've seen these upsets happen but valentina shevchenko she's as tough as they come she's the bullet Uh, i see her doing damage early lauren murphy's tough man she's never been finished keep that in mind too so valentina if she's able to go out there and finish her Props to her. She's one of the best ever until proven otherwise. Valentina Shevchenko by submission, third round. Ooh, man. I, I'm I'm going. I'm going for Murphy, bro. I'm going for Murphy, and I'm gonna call fourth round TKO. Man, put a hundred on it. I know, right? <laughs> You know what, bro? Because Lauren is a, she's just badass, bro. She is a fighter. Yeah. She yeah. hasn't, and she's coming in with what, five wins in a row? She's been I the mean, underdog in all of her pro fights. She, she has, and she comes out fucking starching their, her opponents. Yeah. So it's, it's a huge opportunity for her. Um, I don't know, man. It, 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 there's just, I just have this funny feeling that I think uh, we're going to see and you. We're yeah. going to see an and you, bro. I would like to see it. I would like to. Yeah. So that's my pick. Um, Murphy. All right. And we got, well, we, this is the third. We got three five, uh, five round uh, main events, basically three main events yep. in one, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, do all of them see the judges? I don't think so. But no. this fight here is probably the closest to a decision we'll, we'll maybe get. Uh, I don't know how Nick Diaz is going to look. Robbie Lawler, he's been off for a while. He hasn't won a fight in a while, too. But I don't know. The middleweight thing, It's I think it's proper they fight at middleweight. The 70-pound deal, uh, somebody wouldn't have made weight if it was Nick Diaz, and it'd be a shit show. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. But um, I don't know, man. Robbie Lawler's a tough bastard. Nick Diaz, <laughs> fucking a man. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good fight, but um, I don't go against the Diaz brothers. We all know that. Me neither. Me neither. And and I think Nick can finish him, but that first round is gonna be interesting, man. Because Robbie Lawler has been just gun shy. He's like fucking Tyron Woodley. You know what I mean? He has the Tyron <laughs> Woodley syndrome. So if Nick starts cracking him early, he's gonna Robbie Lawler's going out. Maybe second round, third round. Uh, it doesn't go five rounds though. If it does, uh, it'll be a fucking war. And I don't think I think Nick wants to get out of there quickly and maybe go on to fighting fucking Kamaru Usman. I don't know. I mean, but <laughs> but yeah, 
I don't know, man. He might even, he he could call out Khabib. We never know. You know what I mean? Hey, that's, that is true, man. Nick could call out Khabib and Khabib be like, show me location. (laughs) But I got Nick Diaz. Send send me location. (laughs) Yeah, Diaz, Army all day. TKO. TKO second round. Diaz finished. Oh, shit. The crowd goes nuts. The army, the Nick the Diaz army fucking runs Vegas on Saturday night. Just you'll see water bottles getting thrown and drinks getting tossed into the cage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gonna man. be uh, yeah, that's gonna be nuts, man, to to see Nick because he hasn't fought in what like eight years. Yeah, man, it's just uh, it's cool, man. I'm I'm glad he's back. We we've been calling for Nick. I was about to stop watching the UFC if Nick Diaz didn't get a fight again, but <laughs> here we are. So yeah. I think there's great well, matchups for him, and I think the call out, like I said, it's either going to be Khabib or he calls out Masvidal. But I don't know if they have the Masvidal Diaz thing worked out behind the scenes the rematch. So if he loses, it'll be kind of sad. I think if either guy loses, like if Robbie loses, it's going to be sad too, man. Robbie's mm-hmm. a fucking soldier, dude. So yeah, Rob, oh, isn't Robbie coming in like a five five loss, five fight loss? Yeah, he's, he's on a right? losing streak big time. One, two, yeah. three, four. That's four fights that he's lost in a row. Yep. So, yeah, if he loses, and if he loses bad, yeah, we, we might see him at uh, either Bellator or XMMA. Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, he could be the greatest XMMA champion there ever was. <laughs> right? um, but Nick, Nick Diaz said at the uh, the presser that if he gets beat up, he wants to um, get back right away mm-hmm. and told Dana yeah. White that's what's the plan is so he's going in there as he always is Diaz he, he knows it's a fucking fight he doesn't doesn't like it he hates the fight game he hates everybody but he's gonna go in there and he's gonna be game on Saturday night and Robbie mm-hmm. Lawler definitely looks game too so we're in for a fucking show so yep he's gonna bring the the Stockton slap yeah I don't think many slaps will happen I think they're gonna just be closed fists and well, somebody goes out <laughs> Yeah, not many kicks either. So yeah, yeah, very true, very true. Because the, the, Robbie and Nick aren't aren't known for for throwing a lot of leg kicks. They're more yeah, brawlers. Stand up. If Lawler comes out with the heavy kick game, I don't know what the fuck to go from there and on. I really don't know. So <laughs> I have no idea. Then we don't know anything kind of, about what's going on. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, the but, next uh, fight after that, man, Curtis Blades versus Rosenstruck. People aren't even, the embedded didn't even have one fucking frame of Curtis Blades or Jorginho, but I really, Dude. really like this fight. I fucking love this fight. Me too. And I think and it, I think uh, Curtis is going to go down. Yeah, because it can go either way, either Rosenstruck fucking lightning strike knockout or Curtis Blades wrestles the shit out of him because we know Rosenstruck doesn't have game on the ground. True and that. it's going to go one way or the other. So you could flip a coin here, and that's why I like this fight. Uh, Curtis yeah. Blade is only lost to the – well, he's only been Derek. knocked out by, like, the hardest hitters in the fucking game. Well, yeah, so Rosenstruck fucking uppercut with uh, uh, well, Lewis. Well, Lewis and Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think Jarzinho has that power, uh, that lights-out shot. But if he lands it, for sure, Blades, man, he, he can be finished and knocked out. Uh, but – I think he's going to take Rosenstruck down, and it's a three-round fight. If he can get two rounds in on him, 
you can't even count Rosa struck out to the final second. He knocked fucking Overeem's face off with two seconds left. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Flip a coin. I like Curtis Blades, but Rosenstruck can finish the fight with any time left on, on the clock. Yep. Yep. So those are the ones yeah, that yeah. you don't want to miss. You don't want to miss these, yeah, for, these last, uh, you know, four fights because it's fireworks. Yep. It's going to be good, yep. man. Yeah, and and another, fight the, the, it, another fight that's in jeopardy. I guess we could move down. Well, Jessica Andrade. Oh, Jessica Andrade, yeah, and Calvillo. They are starting out the pay per view. Um, I'm gonna go with Calvillo, bro. I'm going with Calvillo. Um, I know uh, Drad is a is a just 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 a beast. I mean, what more could we say about? Yeah, what more could we say about Jessica? But other than that, she's a strong, heavy-handed, badass fighter. I mean, she is coming in with a, a a loss against the champ, but. I mean, it seems like she's always fighting for the belt, but former champion, (laughs) she's tough. Calvillo is trying to climb that mountain and it's not an easy uh, fight here for her to win because Calvillo is not the finisher and Andrade is. And that's where I pick uh, Jessica Andrade. As much as I like Calvillo and I think she's in a good position now, she can make the fight interesting and win a decision. Um, Mm -hmm. Jessica Andrade Mm -hmm. has been beat and she's only lost to some of the best. Calvillo can prove she's one of the best, but um, my pick is Andrade for sure. Yeah, awesome. Well, I'm going for Cynthia. Um, it's going to be a good one. Now let's get into the prelims, man. What's uh? So for sure, for sure, on the on the main pay per view card, there is no sandwich fights on this one. Yeah, you no, you, you better have your snacks, your drinks, and your dinner in front of you while watching the pay per view, especially the main yeah. the main card because it's going to be badass. And it's been a long time since we've seen a pay-per-view card like this. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, we, after this, we don't get really that many good fucking, their fight night cards. Like what Misha Tate's fight scrapped. Uh, yeah. you know what the next week card is, it's not that great. Last week, it's, it was kind of a shit show. Um, oh, I just, it's UFC on ESPN plus 50. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, the two Brazilians. I can't think of who it is right now. Shit, man. My 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 well, brain. Anyway, one fight. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> one fight that we don't know is happening. I don't know if fucking Dan Hooker just landed in Vegas like ten minutes ago, but that was his plan. I heard uh, that he was supposed to land tonight, make weight in the morning, and fight Saturday. So if it does happen, Dan Hooker jet lag. Dan Hooker was my pick for the fight, but uh, Nazrat Hakpras. We don't even know if he's made it into the states too. There are some problems mm. with his visa. So if this fight does drop out, it's going to be disappointing. I think this is a, the, one of the best fights on the card, low-key. Dan Hooker fights are always interesting. But, man, he's got to take, like, a fucking 39-hour plane ride, come in, making way in eight hours from now, and then fight, mm. you know, within 16 hours after that. So That's, <laughs> It's uh, Santos versus Walker. Oh, yeah. Okay, Johnny Walker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and rudy's boy yeah rudy's boy easer yeah man that's gonna be an interesting fight uh, if that happens 16 hours bro and you only get he only gets what like three hours of rest <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a, i don't know jet lag hooker uh, for the win I, I i like him a lot and i think this is a good matchup against hack for us hack for us is a little bit 
on the outskirts. You know what I mean? Hooker is one mm-hmm. win away from, you know, being right back in the top five or so. I think he's ranked like seven or six or something like that. But the 55 yeah. division's loaded, man. And Hooker's already fought Chandler. He's fought the best, man. He's fought fucking Dustin Poirier, you know, maybe yeah. a year ago to the day or so. But, but yeah. yeah, hopefully that fight doesn't drop out. We'll find out in the conclusion of this show throughout the night and weigh-ins in the morning. So I'm rooting yep. for both guys to get into the States and get, get weight and get ready to roll. Yep. And then um, also uh, Roxanne Modafferi. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for that fight. You know, I've always been a fan of hers. Um, she, you know, she's a friend of, of Fight Book MMA. So, um, yeah, it's going to be awesome, man. But Keep other than that, bro, a, I mean, the low key it, fight of the night, the performance of the night, a guy that's low key dark horse. Of course, he's part of the Diaz camp. Uh, Nick yep. Maximov. Nick Maximov. Yeah, yeah. guy we to. Dana White Contender Series, he's not even a heavyweight. He fought a heavyweight, outgrappled him, and just smashed him. And he's back here fighting at 85. The guy's ready to go, man. Uh, this dude is uh, dangerous. And Cody Brundridge, I think he's a replacement opponent. So he's fighting on short notice. He's in, He's going to be getting in, go in there to get his ass beat on Saturday night. Nick Maximoff, for sure. He's like the bodyguard of fucking Nick Diaz, if you don't know who yeah. that guy is. you know. So, mm-hmm. Well, he was yeah. supposed to fight Carl Robertson. Oh, that's right. Robertson is the one that dropped out. See, he knew mm-hmm. what, what, he knew yep. what kind of smoke was going on here. So. Yep, yep. So <laughs> I, I am I am so glad that Maximoff is coming in to fight, man. Um, fighting on the yeah. same card as your your trainee and, and, and your good friend. I mean, dude. Also, uh, Mar- Martin Sano, too, is uh, Nick Diaz's really good friend. It's kind of strange that he's still an active UFC fighter. He's fighting a tough Matt Semmelsberger, too. So that's another part of the Diaz Army uh, mm-hmm. second fight of the night. Uh, keep an eye out there. But Semmelsberger is a dog, man. He's dangerous. So Martin yeah, Sano has been fun in a while. So look, I'm looking forward to seeing how the uh, the Diaz camp ends up on the night. They could be 4-0 because we don't need not forget uh, Cynthia Calvillo is also part of the, part of the represent Diaz. family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yep, she's potential of, of a 4-0 yep. night. So we'll see. We'll see. All the represents are going to be representing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right on, man. Well, dude, we passed our time. Um, let's do the quick uh, outside the cage news. Um, yep. Oh, yeah. It's... There is some interesting things always going on outside of the cage. Oh. And, uh, well, starting with right <laughs> Oh man, a guy named Dylan Dennis. I don't know if you're familiar with this guy, Rob. Uh, arrested. Dildo, Dildo Anus. Fighting a bunch of Dude. Jersey Shore people. Bro. And then he's get, and then the bouncer, out of all people, the bouncer has him on a rear naked choke. Oh, yeah, he got his ass kicked. Or cops <laughs> kicked his ass. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, come on, bro. Like, you're. You're supposedly this badass MMA fighter, and you know, and here you are getting shit faced and causing you know drama and and havoc and bam. Well, he learned from his uh, what do you call it? his teacher Connor? They've been out there yeah. fucking things up everywhere. So, but yeah, he's over there calling out Khabib and getting beat up by a bunch of guidos and the cops kicking his ass. So mm. yeah, Scott Coker, you're listening. Cut him. Get that guy. He hasn't fought in three years anyway. Yep. Or unless you book him against a fucking killer and somebody beats his ass in the cage too. 
That'd be great. Cause fuck Dylan Dennis. Yep. <laughs> but uh, Connor McGregor is a buddy also singing at baseball games and throwing the worst uh, first pitches in the history of mankind. He is on the oh, yeah. top five, top five. <laughs> and that, and that top five also includes 50 cent. Derek That's, Lewis is better than his. Derek, Derek, exactly. Derek Lewis, even John Jones was good. Man. Connor keeps uh-huh. making these rounds though to stay relevant. He's at any sporting event he can get into. He's fucking fighting MGK. Anything, any mm-hmm. other th- this weekend, I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up in Vegas and some motherfucker beats his ass too in Vegas or something. <laughs> else, you know? He throws another dolly at the bus. Just I'm sure he's got like well, I'm, I'm sure he's got like millions of dollars worth of security, but like if that wasn't there, like somebody would probably just want to fight. Like that's where the level that Connor McGregor is now. He's like BJ Penn type deal where anything mm-hmm. can happen. Like wherever he's at, if somebody can put their hands on him. They just might do it, or he's probably the one likely to do it. Like, it's yeah. just Conor McGregor, man. <laughs> so no, I predict McGregor guy. pulls some fucking weird shit in Vegas, and he'll be there 100%. He's going to be there in that in the uh, T-Mobile Arena. So yeah, he's probably gonna he's probably gonna talk shit to to Nate. But to Nick, yeah. No, 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 not to Nick. To Nate, because you know, you know, Nate's gonna be in the crowd cheering on his brother. Oh yeah. So. You yeah, know, yeah. you know, Connor's gonna talk shit to him and be like, "Let's go, let's go." Yeah, something's gonna go down to where he's uh, trying to steal the spotlight and try yeah. to steal the whatever. Right? It's gonna happen. I mean, fucking something. Don't yeah. be not surprised, motherfuckers. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. um, also too, uh, we had another scuffle in the boxing yeah. world. Our boy, yeah. uh, Canelo, Canelo, Caleb Plant. I don't know what kind of. I don't even know what was actually was said. But I know he went to smack Canelo with the left. Canelo palmed him and then they caught him with like an open, I don't know what it was. And he cut him up, man. And now the fight's like controversially in jeopardy or whatever. Jeopardy. But that's bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to get canceled. Fuck that. They're, they're going to super glue that, that shit up and yeah. let's go. Caleb Plant's not missing out on a Canelo payday. Fuck no. Biggest payday of his life. Yeah. Hell no, dude. Plants like fuck. I don't care. I, I could be missing an eyeball, and I'm still gonna fight. Yeah, man. So that's unfortunate to happen, man. Because like Dana White even said it, and I do agree with the bald man. He shouldn't allow them guys to face off with nobody surrounding them. You know what I mean? Because that's the way it always is. Dana White fucking is in between them. Sean Shelby. There's always security. So Showtime kind of dropped the ball and didn't have somebody in in between one of the greatest boxers of all time and a guy that went in there, you know, looking to start shit and he knew there's nobody around. So, but I'm glad he got smacked up though. Canelo's going to beat his ass on November 6th. So. Yeah. And, and Another Mark, one over the mantle for the. Yeah. Let me, uh, and Mark to answer your question. No, no fight companion this Saturday night. Sorry, dude. Well, what draw is it going to be on this card, Mark? Or predict the Diaz fight. Whoever can do that, <laughs> you're getting the fight book MMA shirt. Yes, sir. We'll we'll send you, it out to you. If you pick the draw on this card, let me repeat the draw on any fight, or you predict the the outcome of the Diaz fight. Yeah, anybody. You, but you have to yeah. you have to send either me or David yeah, send- an inbox. DM us the outcome of if there if who's going to be the draw and or 
the outcome of the Diaz and Lawler fight? Yeah, so comment either on the live feed of Facebook, uh, comment on it on the uh, Fightbook MMA Facebook. Uh, you know how to reach us. So yeah. I'll get the word. Rob will get the word. And um, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll send you, we'll send you, we'll send you something. Yeah. <laughs> and right to close on, the man. show, um, well, yes. one last thing to close the show. I want to congratulate the greatest fighter in the history of the game being inducted to the UFC Hall of Fame tonight. The real life Frank Dukes, Mr. George St. Pierre. So it sucks that we're not going to see you fight again, but hey, man, crazy shit has happened. Maybe you come out of retirement, but. Oops, you're, you're muted. There you go. Oh, sorry. No, uh, the ceremony is <laughs> going down right now. And um, nice. I think what John Jones and Gustafson fight going into the Hall of Fame as well. So wow yeah, pretty, cool, pretty cool night and uh john jones is in vegas so watch out there might be some shit going down come sunday come sunday we might see something and then come monday we're gonna be reporting it <laughs> yeah so keep yeah it's rocking john jones in vegas Jeez. that's that's a know. dangerous combination bro man yeah not Very. a good combination <laughs> nope. Nope, nope, nope nope right on man well Thanks to everybody that's watching and uh, and uh, and or listening. Um, thank you so much, and everybody that's in the comments uh, here in the live feed in our live chat. Thank you for the support. Um, uh, we're like I said, we're not going to have a fight companion for this uh, pay per view event. Um, but again, send us a message either to me or David or through the Fight Book MMA page. Who's going to be the the draw and what's the outcome? And you have to be specific on the outcome of the Lawler and Diaz fight. You can't just say a unanimous decision. We'll, we'll yep. even, we're not even going to say it, you just got to pick it right. Just just pick yep. it right, okay? A perfect pick. Right. Yep. Got to be yep. perfect. If the time, don't worry about the time. Just what round? How it's <laughs> going to how it's going to end, and who's going to win? Okay. Nope. We don't care about the time because <laughs> that's kind of nope. hard. Yeah, so, if you can nail that, that, then you should win the fucking Powerball. If you can nail that, fuck right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, uh, well, David, close out the show, man. Yeah, definitely a good night, Rob. Us holding it down, Rudy Lara, producer role, hiding in the in the darkness over there behind the curtain, never <laughs> missing the show. The Iron Man. Shout right. out to Roosless Rudy Lara. Jared Kelly, you missed out tonight, brother. But yeah, we'll see your picks and we'll see uh we'll see you next week, hopefully, man. We've got a great show with Adam. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, we got a crazy weekend ahead. History gonna get made. UFC 266, LFA, one championship. Uh yeah, there's it's it's always a busy day at Fightbook MMA. So if you want all the latest combat sports news, you know where to go. It's fightbookmma.com. Uh, around the clock uh, updates. Uh, tomorrow morning we'll see the weigh-ins, see if uh, all these fights stay intact. So stay posted. That will be posted to a fight book enemy. You, you. But for myself, Dave Rodriguez, Robert El Jefe, the boss, this is sitting ringside, episode number 107 in the books. Another one for the good guys. We shall catch y'all next week. Same time, same place. Enjoy the fights. Peace out. Peace.